Ladies and gentlemen, gonna race the earth, the race the earth. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yay! <laughs> uh, you're welcome. For my bad singing. <laughs> Courtesy of the good place. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Doc, are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello, we're going to Germany. Loud noises! Hello there. Hello. Hi. 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 <laughs> and bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Owen Cellini. I'm a Vivek Adarmaju. Welcome to a podcast called Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. We're back. You're back. We're back. It's all, it's 2020. We're we're on a roll. We're in yep. it. We're in it. We're yes. in the thick of it. Yes. Yes. Um, Fulia. Yes. How has your last week been? My week has been um, been all right. Uh, done a little bit of stuff. Nice. Um, went to pick up my uniform for the tennis. Ooh. Ooh. Cute. New snazzy country road uniform. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Expensive. Yes. Well, they are, they are sponsoring the tennis. so obviously. And not us. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so this is the first year we're getting like new uniforms specifically for the tennis only. Mm. Okay. Um, that's cool. So, and it's just pretty much just a top and a jacket and when we get there it'll be a hat as well yeah are there any logos on it besides yeah. the con- country road one does it have the tennis stuff on it so it'll have ao written on it yeah for the Australian open um and it'll have country road written on it and for the security staff it'll have security in big bold letters on the back i'm so sorry because <laughs> let's face it weren't you just thinking what kendall and i i'm surely were thinking at least you can wear it after the tennis. No, exactly. I'm like, that's from Country Road. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately for all the staff, or well, at least for the security staff, I think, um, and for probably the other staff who have to wear the uh, Country Road uh, uniforms, we have to hand them back Boo. at the end of the tennis. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't want it anyway. You well, keep your security embroidery. They, they gave us a really nice looking bomber jacket, which doesn't have security written at all. It's just literally Country Road and AO. Yeah. And it's nice and it's got it's black with you know white sort of lining uh, sort of trimmings. Okay. And um, it looks like something that I would potentially wear in like autumn or winter or something yeah. like that. Oh, well, that's a shame. Then. Yeah, but unfortunately, we'll be able to keep it. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, enjoy enjoy the time you get to wear it. Exactly. Next, yes. Next so yes. the good thing the good thing about that jacket is because it doesn't say what role I'm in at the tennis. I could literally have that over the top of my uniform and no one would know. Yeah. That true. means if there's like an emergency or someone falls down the stairs, you can walk on by. <laughs> You're not obliged to help them out. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I'd still be a nice person and help. Yeah. And then after you're Good. done, that country road gear just goes back to the switch. Yeah. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> yes, because... Yeah, it's sponsoring us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to hide anything. <laughs> Yes, so speaking of the tennis, it is starting up. The uh, qualifying matches start up this week. Um, yes. The main draw starts next week on Monday. Um, looking forward to that. 
Uh, I've also done a little bit of Fred watching. Oh, yes. Fulia did. That's exciting. <laughs> and we learned that Fulia hates my taste in movies. <laughs> oh. Yeah, look. Can I just say, I just want to interject. <laughs> I just need to interject. I'm sorry. I know this is your moment and I just keep cutting in, but I just, I'm very opinionated tonight. Okay. Wow. Yeah. How, we're, like, we're like two minutes in. <laughs> I know. Kendall, you'll thank me later when we get to, you know, nerdy news. <laughs> will I? Fulia will thank me okay. when we get to nerdy news. I just want to interject, Fulia. You be grateful, my dear, mm. that you weren't there for the previous recording when Phil gave his choice. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm like, I've been mm. seeing the the ads pop up on social media yeah. for the upcoming Fred the uh, Fred the Alien Fred Watch podcast episode, and have no knowing behind the scenes information yes. of, uh, of the quality of said episode. <laughs> I'm I, I'm simultaneously dreading it. It's like it's like cats. I'm like I'm simultaneously like <laughs> want to listen to it, but don't at the same time. <laughs> Look. I'm not going to lie, we don't really say a lot, but whatever we do say is far more interesting than the film we had Amazing. to review. Amazing. Well, I'm ex- yes. I, I am looking forward to it. Yeah. So, Fully, you're welcome for joining us on Fredwatch. <laughs> <laughs> do I get to, do we, do we get to find out what movie you guys reviewed, or shall we Ooh. keep that under wraps for Maybe a bit we'll longer? we'll keep that under wraps. Tell me, tell me off air. We'll yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, Because we'll I'm, I'm in. With <laughs> yes. So, let's just, let's just, click. let's just say it was, it was a very old film that I've never seen before, but, yes. um... I, yeah, it was a bit confronting for me, I think. Wow. <laughs> Confront- okay, I'm dying to know what this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All I right. think it's a movie that you would actually enjoy. Kim. Okay, all right. Yeah, I Ooh. think. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Ooh. So, yeah. Mm. All right, um, all right. And I'm, then, I'm um, what else did I do? Oh, um, I've also went to see a movie. Ooh. Yes, you did. I went to see Jumanji Next Level. Amazing. Hey. Which I will do a little quickie review later on. Excellent. Um, and I, I saw that in the extreme screen. Oh, hello. Extreme. <laughs> it <Nice>. was good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know, helped out with some rehearsals for The Boy I Paid For. Yeah. Lovely. And, um, yeah, just, you know, work and <coughs> um, training. That's pretty much been my week. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Well, speaking of the boy I paid for, uh, Wayne, yes. you've been teasing us with a, a certain upcoming show yes. by the name of the boy I paid for. Yes, I have. Um, from your brand new theatre company, yes. Writer's Block Theatre. Yes, thank you. Yes. And uh, I would love to hear some more. Can you please tell us about Writer's Block Theatre to start with? Yeah, well, look, my mate Philip Hunting and I decided that we just need to be a little bit crazy and take the plunge and form our own theatre company. Yes. Uh, you know, tell the stories that we want to tell. Yes. Uh, and I, I, I'm not going to lie, I was a little hesitant at first, <laughs> but Philip was like, nah, come on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not too sure. Just like, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Come on. I'm like, all right, mate, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, so we're officially launching... Writer's Block Theatre this midsummer. So excited. With an original show. Yep. But yeah, it's just giving us the control of telling the stories that we want to tell, stories that we have time to support one another with, create and share. And I like that Philip and I both come from totally different backgrounds, upbringings. We've got different perspectives. So yeah, there's, yeah. yes, there's two of us, but there's a lot of diversity in there. Absolutely. And we enjoy the stories that each other tells so when philip's writing something and directing something i'm more than happy to produce it and to really help bring it to the stage yeah because producers are the unsung heroes Mm -hmm. and philip is my unsung hero 
for Midsummer <laughs> as my partner in crime, and yes. we've got a lot of lovely producers' assistants along the way. The beautiful Fulia Tamaraki, who's with us here today, yes, and, yes, and Kristen Shanahan as well. Yes, and our friend Bain Bradshaw was helping out early on yes. as well. So there's a lot of it's a great team. Yeah, a lot of work goes into producing a show so yes while philip and i did create writer's block theater to tell our stories we can't do it alone no No. absolutely not so your first ever show is the boy i paid for yes what is it about yes well i guess a lot of it is said in the title very much yeah. Um, but really not a lot is said as well you know i think it, it makes you think it's about one thing but it's really about something else. That's an extremely cryptic answer to your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but essentially, yeah, it, it's the premise of the show. So we've got mm-hmm. a young man named Keith, played by Jake Metric Hardy, who, after some contemplation, decides to hire an escort on Christmas Eve. That escort is by a beautiful young man named Bo, played by Johnny Kinnear. And the play follows their time together that Christmas Eve. It's kind of like an unconventional therapy session Mm -hmm. between the two where Keith has just got a lot of issues to sort out and I guess even uses Bo as a bit of the target of his frustrations Oh wow! because Keith doesn't think much of himself he thinks he's undesirable thinks he's unattractive feels he doesn't have any friends doesn't go out much is very awkward and feels that really it's because he's competing against the beautiful happy people and Bo represents those people oh wow yeah okay but of course what whatever comes across as being perfect isn't mm. and Bo himself is very guarded because his job is to sell this fantasy yeah but when you've got someone sort of picking at you as much as Keith does how often can you can you keep that fantasy yeah. you know uh, active and how can how long can you keep his guard up yeah yeah so one of the things about this play and I would like to hope most of my plays and my writing is that we don't pretend to solve all the world's answers at all. If anything, it raises more questions than answers Yeah. because I like my audience to be quite active in the sense that we'll actually stop and reflect and have a think about what's going on and what's happening and who these characters are and how they fit in this world. How do they relate to our world? Yeah, it's a creative work. And there's moments of humor. Some things are pushed to the extreme because that's always fun. Yeah. But it's grounded in a reality, I think, uh, because they they need to be relatable. So essentially, Kendall, we're inviting our audience to spend an hour on the couch, the therapist's couch with Bo and Keith. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, and yeah, just let's see if they can at least address some of the problems of the world yeah yeah oh my <laughs> if, if not solve them all yeah you yeah. can try one can try absolutely um well i think i feel like maybe you touched on a bit of this next mm. question but you're, yeah. the sort of themes you're exploring with this play this production like yeah well I'll, again it's look uh, for those who've seen my other works know that uh masculinity is one of the the themes and topics that I love to explore. Yeah. I find I find masculinity and different masculinities amongst men really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And masculinities is a key theme to the boy I paid for because you've got these different ranges of emotions. You've got a masculinity that is about strength, that is tender, that is protective, that is about self-interest. So that's quite a core theme, I think, yeah. about how men relate to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, body image 
is really important here yep. uh, and identity how we present ourselves to the world and how we think about one another and most importantly ourselves mm. so i think one of the things in which that keith is challenged in the play is that bohm forces him to look at himself because keith you know uses Bo as kind of the blame (laughs) for why he feels horrible because he can't live up to this expectation uh, an expectation that as a culture and as a society we Mm. we idolize and think well here's a a beautiful perfect looking man sure yeah Uh, and that's the ideal and if you don't meet that ideal well you're lower on the totem pole Mm -hmm. but of course because Bo isn't perfect he's like well there's no real difference yeah you know he he is quite explicit towards the end to Keith about how he himself is not perfect and perfection is a myth really yeah absolutely Um, you know we all have our own hang-ups and Bo himself is really troubled he keeps his guard up for most of the play and we just we get a little insight but I'll be interested to see how audiences respond to Bo specifically because whilst okay. Keith is quite vulnerable and open all the way through, yep. Bo is very guarded. We, he makes us work for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But it's, you know, look, it's a bit of a critique as well on the ramifications of our obsession with youth and beauty because yeah. that is what we prize in our society. Oh, for sure. In our yeah. culture. And it's all based on cultural codes. Yeah. And cultural construction. We're all valuable and valid humans. Yes. But based on the cultural codes that we find ourselves in, some are more valued than others. And this yeah. is what Keith is grappling with because he isn't valued, he feels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's such a fascinating thing to explore, especially yeah. creatively yeah. like this. Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Where did the idea come from then? Yeah, well, it was interesting because i'd been thinking about this for a while but just couldn't nail it like could not pin it down the original idea was to have almost this concept of beauty and the beast but it was Mm. always yeah going to be about someone who is you know highly regarded as beautiful and someone who feels they are unattractive because you know all people are beautiful yes but they need to feel they're unattractive for the story to work yeah and yeah look i'd written notes but nothing was coming of it one day i was walking home from work and i actually had someone stop at the lights and make fun of the way i look oh yeah and i was like okay wow that's a bit confronting just a sort of random observation and you know there's a lot of feelings and emotions that go into that yeah yeah and me being a writer automatically (laughs) goes let's unpack this (laughs) what does this mean yeah okay and this this was confronting let's look in the mirror let's actually look you know what do i fit these cultural codes of what desirability and what beauty looks like and and all of these things and very soberingly (laughs) and and being very humbled i was like no i do not and what does this mean and i thought oh okay and look i used terminology and language that i feel like i had to to get to the rawness of what i was feeling because what a random person says on the street should not have an effect on you but again this is a story idea that was in the back of my head and he's brought it to the forefront so it's quite sensitive to it yeah and yeah and I, I just thought okay like so according to cultural standards i am unattractive i'm not desirable what does this mean okay so this is what this means for me and my place in the world okay uh, all right so who do we desire and i ended up with a train of thought thinking about escorts because they are their product as well as the services they provide and yes you know doing the research by looking online 
Yes, that online history is very interesting, but it needed to be for the show. Mm -hmm. But having a look at the diversity of escorts, they come in all shapes and sizes and all of these different things, Mm. but they all say the same thing. And there is this genuine care, actually, about their client. So then that helped me feed into Bo's personality and character because thanks to this feedback of a random stranger I had Keith down pat (laughs) (laughs) no help on Keith needed no help on Keith needed at all pen to paper and I was angry (laughs) which is probably why Keith is a little bitter throughout the play Well, look, you write what you know. Yeah, exactly. And what you experience, unfortunately. Oh, God. But, but yeah, but it was, you know, again, as writers, you, you unpack things. Yes. And you push things to extreme. You research and that feeds into. So, please, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a biographical no, story no, of me no, being kicked or anything. Really but, yeah. good. It's really good that you've taken a, an experience from yeah. your life and let it impact your uh, creative life positively. Yeah, well, I mean, there is this old I guess saying or a common saying about always be careful about what you say to a writer because it will end up on the page yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> absolutely yeah sorry. yeah no. sorry a little bit of a cough at the moment <laughs> <laughs> yes some are more famous for doing it than others yes, I suppose but true. you know you, you can't help but bring in your own experiences oh, yeah, thoughts got, feelings moral codes and all of these so things you can't, you can't help it yeah but I mean and I think this was why one of the driving forces again touching upon the thieves is that it's all about cultural coding yeah. and Keith feels an immediate ramification of it because he believes that narrative and thinks yeah. he's not worthy or good enough mm-hmm. and both feels the ramifications of that himself but in a different way because if you're dismissed you're dismissed not fun not cool but the standard is set and expectations are set for you mm-hmm. so one could argue who has it harder someone who doesn't have to live up to expectations or someone who has to and maintain them yeah that can be equally exhausting yeah yeah so what begins as a night between two men just a regular job which Bo comes into this it's like yep just another job I'm so good at my trade he's very confident I don't know if we believe him but yep he, he knows what Keith wants and all of these different things but he's never had a client quite like Keith before yeah. <laughs> happy to confront him and Keith bless him is just so awkward he does say at one point I don't know what I'm doing I've never held a conversation for this long oh and when we factor in that he's booked Bo for four hours wow (laughs) there'll be some tension yes Yes. (laughs) so speaking of Bo and Keith we have two wonderful actors portraying these men yes can you tell me more about them yes so Jake Matricardi plays Keith and I actually met Jake a few years ago when he auditioned for a play that I had written and was directing called Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning. Yes. And whilst he was unsuccessful in, in that particular production, mm-hmm. uh, he auditioned quite strongly enough yep. that you remember, you know, you remember people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I sent him an invitation to audition for any of the roles and, and he picked Keith and I thought that, that was a really good idea because Jake himself has a beautiful quirkiness about him and yeah it just brings a lot of heart and humor and creativity to Keith uh, a very talented young man who uh, is an absolute theater nerd <laughs> and is is a performer well worth following and watching wow. and his partner in crime in this play is a young man from Northern Ireland called Johnny Kinnear mm-hmm. and I'd never met Johnny before so yeah. a, a absolute fresh face when he came into auditions mm-hmm. and one of the things that I noticed about Johnny when he walked into the room was 
how tall he is, yeah. but what a striking presence he has. Okay. And he just carries that through audition to callbacks and now to rehearsals and he will do it again oh, on stage. Wow. Yeah. And so Johnny's just uh, finished uh, acting school last June and he's had a few plays under his belt, but I think this is a really interesting and challenging role for him. Yeah. And, you know, he, he admits that this is a challenge. And that was also one of the appeals about casting Johnny because I love to challenge myself as a storyteller. And I have high respect for people who put themselves out there and openly say, I'm scared to do this. Let's do this. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's fantastic because you get that raw energy that comes on stage, I think. Yeah. And, you know, his character, Bo, the stakes are high. You know, we think they're high for Keith, but they're also high for Bo. Mm-hmm. And both of these wonderful young actors are just bringing so much professionalism and work and talent and heart into this story. I'm really excited to show them off to an yeah. audience. Yeah, oh my God, me too. Yeah. Please tell us when uh, these shows are on. How many shows, dates, everything. Yeah, so The Boy I Paid For is playing for five nights as part of the Midsummer Festival. Amazing. So we open on Monday the 20th of January at 7pm at the Butterfly Club. Mm-hmm. And then the season continues that Wednesday to Saturday mm. the 25th. Five exciting nights at a gorgeous venue, and I can't wait to to see how our audience responds to it. I hope they just get a lot out of it. Everyone's been working so hard on it. I can't wait to share the story. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of hard work, a lot yes. of a lot of uh, amazing, you know, just everything that's gone into this. Like, I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. Your first first big production Thank for you. Writers Block. Thank you, yes, Philip and I are really excited. Yeah. Yes, exhausted but excited. And what a, yeah. <laughs> What a play to kick things off, I think. It sounds like it's going to be incredible. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's definitely a bold introduction, isn't it? Very, <laughs> yes. What what better way to kick things off? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> go bold or go home. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We, we, we don't do anything by halves at Writer's Block Theatre. Amazing, yes. <laughs> and what have you been up to in this last week, Kendall? And what have I been up to? Uh, crikey, last week. Well, um... I've seen a lot of movies (laughs) in the last week. So many that I've decided to nix one from a quickie review. That's how many movies I've seen. Oh, wow, really? (laughs) Yes, I've been very busy. Do you want to mention that one? Oh, I will. Yes. So the one I'm not going to do a quickie review on just for time um, is The Two Popes. Oh. Yeah. So it's Anthony. Still got to watch that. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Sorry, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Um, and Jonathan Price um, playing um, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis, respectively. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how after Pope John Paul II passed away in 2005 and how, um, you know, uh, Benedict became the next Pope following and then... Um, mm. and then, But it mostly just follows uh, Francis and how he became the Pope yeah. after that because, you know, he... Because Benedict, you know, st- stood down. Yes, he had a short um, reign. He did. It was only like seven, seven or eight years, something like that. But, um, but yeah, I mostly w- wanted to see it just for these performances people mm. are raving about, and the raving is worth it. Mm. Um, especially Jonathan Price. What a wonderful, yeah. heartfelt, and touching portrayal. I, I mean, I'm not a religious person. Um, you know, everyone's allowed to have their beliefs, but personally, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, however. Uh, if this is how this is the kind of man that Pope Francis is like then I'm like this is an incredible human being Mm. uh, a wonderful man so um, yeah I was moved by the the film I didn't love love it um, but um, for the performances alone I very much enjoyed it yeah so I haven't um, seen this 
movie yet, but I know a little bit about the popes because I'm Catholic. And yeah, Benedict was not really that celebrated compared to Francis. That's the yeah. that's what I kind of gathered from the film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But Francis um, seemed quite progressive. Yeah, um, very opposite. Yes, and considering some of his views are still <laughs> quite conservative. Yeah. For the leader of the Catholic Church, they're quite progressive nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, you should definitely watch that. Yeah, I think then. so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Cool. Um, and I know it's not a quickie review, but what would you give it out of five? Ooh. What, do you, what do you reckon? I'll put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Three and a half, maybe? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So a bit better than average? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely better than average. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think a lot of people will enjoy the movie. Oh, cool. Um, and... They apparently they recreated because I I, I, met, I imagine you can't actually go into the Sistine Chapel and film the, yeah, Vani- the, the Vatican, but fuck, they did a good job. Yeah, of like, yeah. <laughs> part of my French, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't be cursing talking about a church, um, yeah. but you know it, it uh, looks beautiful. Yeah, lovely. The set sets were sets and costuming amazing. So, wow. Yeah, three and a half out of five. That's fine. Yes. Um, yeah. What else have I been doing? Um, working a lot. Yeah, what you know, watching myself. I also binged Unbelievable on Netflix, which was incredible. Okay. Um, that was amongst the the Golden Globe nominations. Didn't we didn't get to talking about that last week? Yeah. But um, but it uh, yeah, it did yeah. Anyway, more on that later. It didn't win, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but what a show! Uh, mm. Amazing true crime. Yeah, the performances from these women, all of these women in these roles: Tony Collette, Merritt Weaver, and um. Caitlin Deva or Diva. I'm not sure how to pronounce because names. Uh, I'm good at them most of the time. Yeah, you're amazing. Not all the time. Um, Yeah, incredible performances. Um, So I did that. Uh, Also had a absolutely wonderful catch up with the lovely Christina. Hello, Christina. Last week. Hi, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had a wonderful uh, day catching up post Christmas, Mm. post the retail of, of December um, and everything so that was that was a wonderful day um, yeah and we went and we went and saw Jojo Rabbit so I've got a review for that Ooh, can't wait well. to hear about it yeah. yes yeah. lots to talk about um, but yeah no I, I've had a if I'm forgetting anything I apologize to myself I guess but, <laughs> but, but yeah it's been a busy week it's been a good week I've yeah it's been a good good little week for me hopefully I think yes um, so, without any further ado, let's dive into the week that was in the nerdy news. Yeah. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, nerdy news time, and unfortunately, I do have to start this news off with uh, a little bit of sad news, um, because we lost a wonderful Australian actor by the name of Tom Long Mm. in the last week, um, at the tender age of just 51. Um, But for those who aren't familiar with Tom Long by name, you may recognize him as Glenn Latham in The Dish. An incredible Australian film, yeah. one that I've been meaning to rewatch for the longest time yes. because I love space. I was going to say you're a space nerd. I'm a huge space nerd, and I've I haven't watched the dish since I was probably in high school, but I remember it, loving it through and through mm. and enjoying it um, completely. Um, and then, of course, he was also most known for uh, playing Angus Kabiri on Sea Change yeah. in its original run back in the '90s. So. 
Um, yeah, poor poor man had to uh, was forced into retirement from acting uh, after being diagnosed with cancer, and um, yeah, just the sickness kind of took mm. hold in the end, and it's very very sad. Mm. But what an incredible talent, and you know. Um, absolutely need to more than ever go back and rewatch the dish and the yes. new the new sea changes on so what better excuse than you know than to go back and dive into sea change again yeah another classic yeah a wonderful wonderful talent and yeah and gone quite young too to, young absolutely, absolutely yes too young. i've been such a such a fan of tom long yeah he's a beautiful spirit such a wonderful actor always yeah. just engaging to watch and just absolutely beautiful yeah. like just a lovely lovely screen presence yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so, so re- yeah really sad to hear of his passing yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. it's very very sad yeah. but thank you tom for your wonderful work you will be definitely missed absolutely immortalized in australian cinema culture oh, forever absolutely thank you all right so on to the rest of the news now and we're going to start with some marvel news this was a big one um, that I was very excited about, but then again, I'm mostly excited about Marvel <laughs> news. Um, shock horror. Christian Bale is in talks to uh, play somebody, um, they have not said who, in Thor, Love and Thunder, which is going to be filming uh, either later, next, later, later this year, early next year, uh, here in Australia as well. Um, but yeah, very exciting. They have not confirmed yeah, who he's going to be, if, if, if he is going to be in it. Um, my money is on a villain because we've kind of got a bunch of heroes cast that we know of so far. Like you know, you know, Natalie Portman's coming back to play Jane Foster, and she's going to be finally she's going to be wielding Mjolnir in this one. I know, finally, right? Yeah. I'm so excited to see her back. Tessa Thompson's coming back. Chris Hemsworth. So yeah, I, my money is on villain, but we'll have more news on that as it develops. Um, speaking of Marvel, we've got some sad Marvel news, actually. Um, Scott Derrickson has actually stepped down as director of uh, the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel. Um, and I'm, yeah, very disappointed in this news. Due to creative differences, um, he's going to remain on as an executive producer, however. Um, so he'll still be involved from a distance, um, considering, you know, he and his co-writer and, you know, worked on the first film and he directed the first film hence you know he was going to do this one but it looks like um, they just weren't getting along mm. with it in terms of their ideas but it looks like it's an amicable split nothing 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 bad no bad blood but just sad to see him go um, hopefully they can find a replacement that's good enough that's worthy should I say um, <laughs> um, and probably soon because that movie is supposed to come out May next year which means they need to get a wriggle on with the filming um, sure there's but, a lot of people running <laughs> for the opportunity to direct a, an MCU movie yeah even yeah. this one they'll f- yeah oh, shut up oh you know how I feel about that film. I know oh. but I've got such high hopes for, for this one because mm. it's the what, multiverse of madness like it's and it, it's Scarlet Witch is going to be in it. It's a lot more promising. I will give it that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it that. It's yeah. a lot more promising. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm disappointed Scott's not going to be involved because um, I'm a fan of his work as a horror director. Mm. Um, so I was looking forward to maybe, you know, some creepy elements of his other work coming into this one mm. a bit, but I guess not. Does that mean you're relieved for you? <laughs> <laughs> there may maybe, be maybe, not creepy elements. Well, I mean, there'll probably be some creep yeah. factor, but... 
probably not much because you know it's still Disney at the end yeah. of the day. Mm. But um, we'll find out in no time, I'm sure. We got to sell them toys. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, crossing the pond now to DC, and we have confirmation from director Matt Reeves that Colin Farrell is indeed going to be playing the Penguin in the Batman. Very good news. Yes. I am very happy with this casting so announcement. So Yeah. This, yeah, we've been, we've been reporting about these casting yeah. r- rumors and reports for the last, you know, few months, but yeah, it's just shaping up so nicely yeah. and I'm, I'm very, very excited to see what kind of Batman story they're going to be telling and especially with this roster, the rogues gallery that's yeah. involved, like we've got Riddler, Penguin, you know Catwoman and Batman like it's just it's so promising and that terrifies me (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah it's like the 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 stakes are very high yeah 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 so hopefully it lives up to the hype I hope or at least is a good movie at least is a good look Matt Reeves is a very good director yes and he's got great talent and he's got great talent it's gonna fall on the script on this one I yeah I agree it's gonna fall on the script more than anything I think for sure yeah as long as they've got a tight script something that's you know that understands where where these characters are from but also can adapt it to whatever the director wants whatever Matt Reeves wants the story he wants to tell and that's key Kendall because there's two things that will either make or break this movie Mm -hmm. like you've said the script needs to be tight Mm. and Warner Brothers DC need to leave it alone and leave Matt Reeves to make a movie yes that's and if you do that we're gonna be we're gonna be happy yeah yeah. that's that's all that needs to happen yes and honestly I think after Suicide Squad I think DC have learnt their lesson yes and all they need to do is look to Joker absolutely the director was left alone yeah (laughs) Yeah. To make a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were nervous. <laughs> so oh, they yeah. left him alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, I think, yeah. do that more often, people. Yes. And Disney, you too, my friends. Yeah, Disney need to, yeah. yeah. I mean, Disney, not as much, but mm. um, but to a degree, definitely. But yeah, yeah. I'm glad Warner Brothers slash DC are learning their lesson. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it will pay off nicely yeah. for us Batman fans. Yes. <gasps> All right, moving into the uh, DCW uh, side of things, all of the Arrowverse shows have been renewed mm-hmm. for new seasons in the upcoming 2020-2021 season, um, which is super exciting, but it's just so weird to see Arrow not appearing on this roster of, of, uh, of great DC character shows mm. um, because it's sadly about to come to an end. Um, but we've got Flash coming back for season seven, Supergirl's coming back for season six, as is Legends of Tomorrow for its sixth season, uh, Black Lightning will be entering its fourth season, and Batwoman, that's right, Ruby Rose is getting a second season as Kate Kane, um, and I cannot wait. Can I ask you a question please. about Batwoman? You've yes, seen it. I have. So it was got mixed feedback, yes. and I think even the ratings weren't that brilliant compared no. to you know its, its contemporaries. I suppose mm-hmm. your thoughts on Batwoman because I've not seen it, okay. um, and I actually <coughs> really you know I, I've tried to avoid reading much about shows and movies and things. So I just want my own opinion. I don't want to be oh, yeah. influenced, and a lot of it's negative no. anyway. But yeah, you you know how high I value your opinion because our taste <laughs> is quite similar. Yes, this is really, true. Like, you yeah, know, we've got wrong. similar... If, if you recommend something, I'm like, okay, cool. It yeah. becomes a priority. Yeah. Just really quickly, 
Thoughts on Batwoman? Should it come back? Will it improve? Is it, is it, it, does it need improving? Well, okay. Well, if I can be quick about it. Um, yeah, it's it's not as bad as um, they're you know yeah. saying. I think their reviews are being a bit too harsh. Um, uh, Ruby Rose's acting has improved so much. Yes. I mean, since I first saw in Orange is the New Black, a couple, you know, a couple of years back where she broke through into Hollywood um, with that. Um, and, but I really like her as Kate Kane. I think she's awesome. She looks great in the suit. Um, the The show is very interesting. The story went in a, went in a direction like I mean, it's good because it's kind of fast paced and it's like um, like it, it kind of you know like you know when you find you, you find out something that our main character doesn't and yeah. you, you think it's going to take forever. Well, they they didn't really do that. They we, okay. it was like the next episode where she finds out right. what we knew, and so, then we move on. And then they it. keep yeah they keep that going along. So there's okay. yeah yeah it's interesting. Um, it's yeah it's I'm enjoying it, and because it's filmed in Chicago, yeah. where like the Dark Knight trilogy was yeah. filmed, it feels very Gotham. And yes. It feels like you're coming back to a familiar place. Nice. So I like that aspect of it. So I'm excited for a season two. I'm glad it's getting one. I I, I it's got definitely got the potential to improve. Yeah, because it's not it's. Not my favourite, yeah. but I do enjoy it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, sweet. Thank yeah. you. You're very welcome. I hope you get around to it at some point. Yes. I'm just looking at these numbers <laughs> of how many seasons these yeah. shows have. I'm like, right, when do I yeah, when, sleep when, and work? When do, I, yeah, when do I give away a year of my life? Yeah. Pretty much. I've, yeah. only, I've only just caught up on Arrow yeah, on the, yeah. before the break um, happened. Yeah. I've only just caught up on that and I'm... I'm already loving it, but now I'm just like, oh no, I have still got to watch all those crossovers. Oh, you haven't watched the crossovers yet? Not yet, no. Okay, well... The first three are obviously out, but... The first three, yes. uh, Four episodes, four and five of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover air this week. Yeah. Uh, They they come out Wednesday for Australians, I think. So we're going to be getting a rambling response. Oh, yeah, there's going to be videos <laughs> from me. Hey. Look forward to that. Yeah, so once they all come out, I'll probably watch Binge them all at once. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Makes, yeah. Sense. makes it easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get a lot out of it if you do it yeah. that way. I'm yeah. also very sad about um, some of the Arrow stuff that's, hap- that's happened so far, but it's really nice to see old characters come back, kind of like what Supernatural is doing as well, bringing yeah. back old characters just to say like a final goodbye. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's I, sweet. It's yeah. nice. It's, what better way to farewell your show? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Side note. Okay. <laughs> no, I've just finished revisiting Glee recently because oh, cool. I did love love Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching it actually because um, it was a part of my research for my thesis. <laughs> Glee was mm-hmm. so I was just like, oh, I'm going to keep watching this, which is why I needed a six month extension. <laughs> I was like, oh, hello. Uh, yeah, but one of the things that Glee did was the final episode, which was actually um, you know some critics hated it because it had no story. But it essentially was really for the fans. Okay. And it was showing where the characters, how, why some of them joined the club in the first place and where they were five years from now type thing to see them all get their happy endings. But the final performance was all of these kids who had been through the Glee Club at one stage, whether they were there from the beginning or were there for a season or a few seasons, all come together to do one last song. And it oh, was beautiful. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Well, this kind of comes back around because two two actors that play heroes in the C- CW, the Arrowverse, mm. are, were Doing on Glee. The same thing. Oh, they right. Were, they were on Glee. Yes, of course. Supergirl yeah. hosts. Yes, Melissa Benoist. Yes. And, and Grant Gustin. Right. Yeah, he was one of the. Um, uh, what are the, the bad ones called? The, 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 oh, the. Um, it starts with W, doesn't it? No. 
They were, they were dressed in black suits. He sang, Grant Gustin sang The uh, Smooth Criminal with uh, What's Her Face. Oh, Santana. And yes, that was really yes, good. Yes, in the Michael Jackson episode, which yes. I adored. Yeah. Uh, of course I did. <laughs> yeah, but he was, the, he was one of those... The, the, one of the bad guys. The bad, from, yeah. The bad, uh, just, gosh, I've, I've now got a mental blank. I've just finished the show. Oh, <laughs> right, he was from Vocal Adrenaline. Yeah. Was the, was the group. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay, nice. Yeah, anyway. Uh, that's an extended sidebar, but... Yes. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry. No, don't. Don't ever be sorry. Um, gold leader. Okay, yes. so moving on. Um, looks like... The one film that most people have been buzzing about the last 12 months, Parasite, is actually going to be getting a limited series um, at HBO from director, writer, producer Bong Joon-ho, who won a Golden Globe Award for Best Foreign Mm. and gave an amazing speech, might I add. Um, And it's going to be also co-produced by uh, Adam McKay, who's an exceptional American director, so... Uh, that's super exciting. That's all we know at this stage. They haven't said what kind of story it's going to be, if it's going to be a sequel to the movie or just tell the movie in a different way or expand it. Mm. Yeah, but uh, it's super exciting. Nice. Very exciting. Uh, Speaking of TV series, uh, American Horror Story fans should be very happy because... Uh, it's just been renewed for three more seasons, uh, all the way up to season 13. Um, and Sarah Paulson, the phenomenal Sarah Paulson, is going to be returning as a series regular for the upcoming 10th season that will be airing uh, probably around September this year. So I, as a big fan of that show, am super happy. Super happy about that. Um, it's such a great show. Also, Ryan Murphy. Glee. Yeah. American Horror Story. It all connects. <laughs> <laughs> it all connects. Okay, we went full circle. Absolutely. It's the circle of life. Um, <laughs> and lastly, in the nerdy news, this is pretty awesome. Uh, Knives Out is getting a sequel um, that is going to focus on Daniel Craig's excellent character, Benoit Blanc. <laughs> what a great name. I have to say, it. like, yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, Fulia and I both enjoyed that movie. You've seen it? Yet? I have not seen no, it. No, I thought you'd seen it. Not yet. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's very good. It's a preemptive, yeah. I will have enjoyed. Okay, yes. I yes. will be enjoying it. You will, no, you will really, really like it. Yes. Um, which I'm pretty sure I said last week, too. So when, <laughs> when you do watch it, I look forward to your quickie okay. review. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, really cool. Uh, Ryan Johnson is working with Daniel Craig on that. So uh, apparently he's going to be trying to get it out in the next uh, 12 to 18 months so expect that one coming yeah yeah they want to rush it so Mm. it's uh, very very cool so that's the nerdy news Um, shall we move on yes do it let's move on do it awesome it's time to roll on up to the trailer park yeah rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers yeehaw Okay, everybody, we got three wonderful trailers to discuss. Mm-hmm. Who wants to start first and with what trailer? Fulia. Um, let's start with Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Ragnarok, it's a Norwegian uh, Netflix production mm-hmm. series that's going to be on Netflix soon. Um, and for my money, I... I, I'm I'm very intrigued because I love you know I love Norse mythology. I yes. mean I have Nordic runes tattooed on me. I definitely love it. Um, so I'm very intrigued for that um, side of it. But I couldn't really p- nail exactly what 
the show is going to be. Mm. Yeah. I kind of got, I was like, wait, it was like, okay, is this going to be like, oh, is this main character, is he like a re- reincarnated Thor or something? Or like, you know, some promised person that's like Thor or something. Yeah. And then and I, I don't think the language barrier has anything to do with it. Unless whoever made the trailer just did a poor trailer job. Um, didn't cut it very well. But um, you got, I got that. And then it was like, is it a high school drama with like relationship stuff? I'm like, and popular kids and, yeah. and like dances and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it's like, there's this, they're living in this town, which I have to say it's called Edda. And like, that's the name of like the, the Scandinavian like mythology, like the Bible, like their Bible is called the, well, one of them's called the Edda or like there's a couple of them that are called the Edda. So I'm oh. like, I wonder if this town is actually called Edda or if they're, if it's supposed to be symbolic of the story they're telling. Probably the latter height. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking. But I thought that was really cool. But then, yeah, so then it's it goes from mysterious to high school to mysterious again. And I just didn't know what to make of it. I, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be good. And I feel like this trailer just might be poorly done. What do you think, Julia? Yeah, look, I was quite confused too with this trailer. I wasn't... Like, I didn't know what to expect from it. And... Um, I'm left with many questions. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just thinking, you know, where does the Norse mythology side of things come into it? Like, it just, I'm, the story just didn't, like, make sense to me from that trailer. So maybe you're right. Maybe the trailer wasn't cut very well. But um, I just, I didn't understand the, what, what that series was going to be about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it was a bit all over the place maybe what Wayne did you do you agree or what do you think well look I just I think we're all just glad that had nothing to do with Marvel to be honest as the title might suggest <laughs> oh. and it goes back to something that people actually want to engage with so well, it, it got points on that for me oh okay yeah. alright uh, it's no, funny because I, I know he actually likes the Thor movies so. there's you don't have proof of that oh. <laughs> <laughs> she lies oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have written proof. Anyway, go go Forgeries. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, no, but I'm I'm on par with with you, Kendall, and with you also, Fulia. I guess what I'm vibing from this is almost like how Buffy is set in a an area that we're familiar with. Yeah, it's a school setting. Yeah. these appear to be normal kids. But the circumstances they find themselves in, and some of the people they interact with, or some of the ta- you know the talents they may have, have that sort of supernatural element. Yeah. So I wonder if this is the same thing, but just with Norse mythology oh my God. involved. That's what I got from it. So I think I probably was a bit more intrigued than perhaps both of you are well, by the sounds of it. Or but... you just you just found a way a, a way in. To make it make sense for you. Yeah, I think that's just what I connected it with. And I'm ashamed at myself for not making that connection. <laughs> being the Buffy fan that I, could I am. Be, I could be totally but wrong. Now, yeah, it. but yeah. like, I hope you're right because that sounds awesome. That would make it interesting yeah. to me. I mean, look, if they did something totally different and fresh, hey, applause. Go go really oh, original. Yeah. But if we're going for like a formula that we know works and that, mm. you know, can tell strong stories and develop strong characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I agree with you. I don't think the... the the fact that it's in a language other than English impacted it at no, all. No, it had nothing to do with it. Nor impact the enjoyment of the story or, no. or distance from it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, having a familiar setting like a school, we've all been to school before, so we go, yep, we get that. Mm-hmm. We've all had growing pains, yep, we get that. Mm-hmm. We've all been outsiders. So it's, you know, it's, it's pulling on a lot of things 
that we're familiar with because when it does that, then it can go far into things that we're not familiar with. It grounds it in this. Um, so I, Buffy was the thing that came to mind, actually. No, yeah. Uh, so. And even with, like, just to interject for a second, yeah, no, even with, with the, there's a line in the trailer where they're talking about how, um, you know, this the town itself has, mm. is, like, strange or, yes. or things things tend to happen and, like, that's, you know, Sunnydale. Yeah, absolutely. very similar. Well, in, in these sorts of shows, I mean, you know, if we think about Stranger Things as well, it's, yeah, like it's, Hawkins. It's, the, it's the town. Yes. You know, the town is a character. Yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I... I okay. Yeah, I was intrigued by this one. Yeah. yeah I can't say I totally got it, um, but I actually, more than anything, put that down to my limited knowledge of Norse mythology than anything okay. else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're kind of building towards hmm. Ragnarok. But yeah. I, don't, I couldn't... I just couldn't get if it it was going to actually happen or... or Yeah, I just... It was just... It was very confusing. But yeah. anyway, I think we've kind of hammered on... Hammered... <laughs> get it? Hammered it? The point home? Uh, thank you. Yep. Yep. Golf yeah. clap! <laughs> I was gonna say I earned that slow clap. I think. <laughs> Thank you for your golf clap. I appreciate it. That's okay. Bonuses for you. Oh, thanks. Four for you, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Kendall. You go, Kendall. <laughs> um, Fulia, when are we gonna be maybe watching Ragnarok on Netflix? Uh, the thirty-first of January. Yeah, yeah. Well, now. yeah. only about, a couple of weeks. About three weeks. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Kendall, you'll be there surely. I I think I might. I think you will. I think I might. Yeah. Yes, this should be should be. I, at least I can come back and tell everyone what the fuck it means. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give people some clarity. Wayne. Yes, my dear. What's the next trailer we're going to talk about? We are going to discuss Birds of Prey. Yay! That's the shortened title of the film. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is it? And the Emancipation of One, one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yes. yes. And. Yeah, look. The title or the subtitle says it all. I love, 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 love everything about this trailer. Me too. I <laughs> adore the color palette. I adore mm-hmm. the humor. I adore how it knows what it is doing and then takes the piss out of itself. Yeah. Oh, you know, if we work together, <laughs> we can, you know, but, you know, if, if, that thing that just makes you so nauseated when you hear it in movies. Yeah. It's just here in the trailer and everyone's like, yeah, sure, I guess, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Hartley's like, yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. She, yeah. Um, there is nothing I dislike about this trailer at all. I, it is just perfection. I hope the film is this much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, love the way it looks. Yeah. And look, I'm one of the few who is such a defender of Suicide Squad, which this really yeah. is connected to. Yeah. I enjoyed Suicide Squad. Was it the masterpiece that we thought it would be? No. No. Was it an entertaining movie for me? Absolutely. It has its moments. It, it's a lot of... Look, for me, it was a lot of fun. What works about this film is they've taken the best element of that movie. Yes. And have given her her own movie. Yeah. And I know that some people bitched and moaned because it's like, yeah. oh, it's called Birds of Prey, but we're right. Oh, fuck off. Right? <laughs> this is what, it's DC. You can do anything with these characters. So this is true. mix and match and merge, they all coexist. Yeah. 
And boy, do they coexist here. Yeah. I can't wait to get to know the other villains, the other characters. I love that she points to this guy who I don't know who he is, you know, who wants her dead and things like that. Yeah. I can't wait to find out more about him because, you know, I don't, I purposely keep my... Are we talking about you and McGregor's character? Yes, I purposely keep my distance. Ooh. I purposely keep my distance from this stuff because I okay. want to know more. So, Kendra, you know something I don't. Well, he's Black Mask. Are you yeah. familiar with that character? Not hugely but i do know of okay, him yes but how they will interact here i'm really excited yeah i don't know um, how and, and i this is the thing and this is why i distance myself because i want to experience it without expectations um when watching it okay. um yeah I, I will go on and on and on so i'll head it over to you lovely yeah. ladies fully uh, what did <laughs> you think of it uh, yeah no i have to agree with wayne it does look like, look like a lot of fun um definitely love the, the color palette of this film absolutely just, right just really pops yeah and um it's just yeah really gonna be interesting mm-hmm. i yeah. think yeah um i was gonna say something else and now i've forgotten what oh is. no <laughs> well you think of that and i'll and i'll start on with my little okay you go for yeah, it you think you think of what you're gonna all right say. all right um yeah i yeah again agree like i just it was a really good trailer um, I, I think this trailer was maybe better than the last one. I like mm-hmm. this one a lot more. I love the fact that they've used uh, one of Bjork's amazing, most amazing songs, yeah. Oh So Quiet. Her biggest hit, I imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, in this. And it, I th- I'm getting the vibe, because that wasn't Bjork singing it, um, so maybe it's... Um, uh, so Black Canary, she's mm. actually working at Black Masks Club, right. and you see her, you see her singing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I maybe that's the actress uh, singing mm. the song. I think in the trailer. Maybe that's just a little theory I've got, um, without you know actually looking it up if it's correct or not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I feel like everyone who is a naysayer of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad will be corrected with this film. I, Who on earth would they say Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn? Oh, like, I, I know many people. Trust me. Yeah. What? I, yeah. Yeah. You, I've I've been a staunch yeah. advocate for her the entire way I've through. I've never heard ever since no, she was ever since she was cast. I've yeah. been I've been like perfect. No, no one in no one in my circle has. I can name said three people here. right now that are name cl- and that shame that them. Cl- Kendall, no. Three, <laughs> three, three very close friends of mine cannot stand her. Wow. Yep. So do you think that they will watch this movie, or they'll be like, "I'm not"? Watching well, it. I know, I know, one definitely won't. Um, but that's just how they are. Yeah. And another, I may be able to sway. Maybe yes. the other as well. I'm going to try. I'm going to try because this looks like it's a movie worth fighting for, especially because it's an all-star female cast, female director, female screenwriter. Let's I mean, yeah. do this. Come on, Let how us good? Do this. And you know, sometimes female characters are just more interesting. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't know why that is, and I'm sorry if that's being gender stereotypical, but no, sometimes no. just seeing a strong female character or a collection of them, which is rare in film it's just more interesting maybe because it's just refreshing we don't see it that yeah, often I, yeah, maybe definitely. that's just what it is I but I, so. I'm excited for this yeah, yeah yeah and it just looks like so much fun yes. and as you've all said the colour palette is mm. gorgeous and, and I just love the fact that Harley is at the centre of this tale and yeah. it, I feel like I'm getting a Deadpool vibe of like narration fourth wall breaking <laughs> all yeah. of that I mean I hope yeah. there's a bit of that like it just it looks like so much fun and I cannot freaking wait to see it yes do you reckon that Martin Scorsese will watch this? Because this really looks like a theme park. 
<laughs> doesn't it? it like does. the, the office story looks actually looks like an amusement park. It does. I love it. Yeah. But again, how better to suit Harley Quinn's personality? And For sure. She's, you know. She's a Harley Quinn, you yep. know, clown. She's yep. theatrical that way. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This trailer is perfect, people. Yes, it's yes. very good. Check it out if you haven't. No yes. pressure on the film to live up to the trailer. No, no. <laughs> and I've just remembered what I wanted to say. Oh, yes. Amazing. Go. Go. Um, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see that it's bad it's bad villains versus another villain. Yeah. Rather than, you know, rather than being, you know, good versus bad. It's yeah. evil versus evil. <laughs> well, there's no honor among thieves, is there? Okay. Yeah. But it's almost like, too, too, like, I like the fact that they've said that, because one of the women, um, Rosie Perez's character, she's playing a, a cop, a detective. Mm. Um, so she's on the good side of mm. the law, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Gotham City, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, who knows? But, uh, yeah, the fact that they're like, you know, we have to work together to take him down. And so she is a cop working with these vigilantes or you know former criminals or actual criminals you know to take down this big criminal that's going to benefit everyone yeah like it's yeah i i don't know i think that sounds really fascinating what they can do with that story and yeah yeah, yeah. A, maybe a better a better anti-hero film than suicide squad yeah, i maybe. think a team, team feels a bit film. more cohesive doesn't it definitely mm. does yeah. but but we'll see we all thought suicide squad w- was going to be great and cohesive from its trailer and then well no um <laughs> i look Look, I'm sorry. My heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> look, I look. I love aspects of the film, as I've said, mm. and I will defend it as well. But you cannot deny it's a bit all over the place. I choose not to comment. Fair enough. That's fine. Fulia, why is Kendall doing this? It's not like I bag oh, out any of her oh, movies. Wow. Okay. I don't know why. Oh. So what are we seeing? Birds of prey. <laughs> Birds of prey is coming out so soon on the 6th of february yeah it is Ooh. it's like three or four weeks away yeah we got this yeah oh we do please be good yeah please oh my goodness um okay and we've got one more trailer to go guys we do uh the last trailer for today is the new mutants Finally. Finally. Mm. Brand new mutants. <laughs> it's the new new mutants. It's not the old new. It's the new <laughs> the new. new. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I thought this was a great trailer and it brought me back to like remembering the first trailer that came out like two years ago. Um, and because they used the same, you know, you know, another brick in the wall, Pink yeah. Floyd. They, they used that in the original trailer as well, from memory. Um, and they've used it again here very effectively. This is a great trailer. Um, the horror fan of me is very excited, mm. especially with horror and superheroes colliding. It's like my two favorite genres mashing together. Um, so that's very intriguing. And the fact that it's, you know, again, the st- a story that the X-Men universe tends to lean towards is, you know, um, the, the establishment kind of, you know, uh, thinking that they're right and thinking that mutants are because they're other, they must be, you know, washed out of existence. Like they must be fixed. They need they're mm. there to be corrected and treated, and you know they have a disease, and they should be encouraged and celebrated for who they are. Um, so that's the kind of film we're getting with you know horror twists and like this asylum has mm. kind of got some oh, made me think of. Um, they did recently did a thing similar on Agents of Shield where there was like a fear dimension essentially that you know uh, you know you walked in and your worst fears were brought to life in front of you and, oh, like and could kill you yeah and kind like, of like Scarecrow, like Scarecrow in, does. yeah very similar to that as well yeah. um, so now that here we're doing it with X Men and uh, I love this trailer I thought it looked great and um, I love this cast as mm-hmm. well very good cast so 
Yeah, I'm on board. I cannot wait. What do you guys think? I'm on the other hand, am creeped out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I love I love that it's an X Men film, but just too too creepy for me. <laughs> I don't know whether I'd go see it in the cinema. To be honest, um, that's fair. Uh, like they like they're watching watching it. I wasn't really like there wasn't no heart palpitating or anything like that, um, but. I don't know, like, it just seems very dark um, for a superhero film. <laughs> so, probably not something I'd see. Yeah. Okay. Mm. No, that's fair. It's not up your alley. No. You're, not, you're not saying it's bad. It's just not your cup of tea. No. And that's fine. But the, the actors look like they're really great in this film. Um, the the trailer's cut really well. Yeah, it's a I well... Have to, I have to admit. Well-made trailer, um, yeah. But, yeah, just the horror themes just make me say no <laughs> no that's that is fair that is fair Wayne well this is a sort of film that seems to have languished <laughs> for a while oh, hasn't boy. it oh boy yeah uh, one of the things that really came to mind when watching this was any production or pre-production or even post-production dramas uh, or, or issues that may have happened is not evident in this trailer at all. I uh, right. this is also another trailer that I absolutely love everything about. Oh great! I, I love the look of it. I love the story that it tells. I love the the group of characters that we're going to follow mm-hmm. through this journey. Um, as you've mentioned, Kendall, it's you know with the X Men movies, it tends to be about you know the establishment trying to fix the other, the outsider, uh, and this is very much expressed here as well. I think uh, you've got that power struggle, which is fascinating. Uh, of course, they have this little group therapy session, which is uh, likened to coming out, which they do a lot in the X Men movies as mm, well, mm-hmm. um, especially famously in X Two, the Brian Singer's film. Yes, uh, which was a wonderful political narrative there. Mm-hmm. So, the X Men are always, I think, relatable because they are the other, and they just find normalcy in their community. But that doesn't mean that they're safe or protected. Yeah. Um, for me, everything about this trailer was perfection. I'm so excited to see this movie. And I love that it is dark. I like dark narratives. Mm. And I like that you can do that with uh, superheroes and comic book uh, stories because, again, there's just so much creativity in their in their origins and in their backstories and genesis. You can just do so much. And I think that we're going to get a lot of wonderful things from this movie. Yeah, yeah, and, I so. Yeah, I hope the worth for everyone involved in this and the effort that's clearly gone into it is worth it yeah. uh, because this trailer is phenomenal. I think yeah. I love this trailer. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And I'm a fan of the of X-Men movies, even some of the weaker ones. Yeah, I'm yeah, more yeah. than happy to watch. I don't mind them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's still, even the, the, yeah, the not so great ones still have some things going for them. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, and Logan Remains, I think, one of the greatest ones still, yeah. to um, be honest. It's yeah. one of the... It's one of the best superhero yeah. slash comic book movies ever made. Yeah, exactly. Easily. Even just taken out of the X-Men, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Was, I remember being just so moved by it and just loved oh, the simplicity yeah. of the story. So yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yes. Uh, when are we seeing New Mutants? Yeah, so this is an April release. So our friends Ooh. in the US will watch it on the 3rd of April. Mm-hmm. And our mates in the UK... Uh, we'll be watching it on the 8th of April, so okay. I guess Aussies, April's the month for April us. April hmm. seems to be the month, yeah. yes. Exciting times. Awesome. That is Trailer Park for yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. Roll on and out. And uh, time for a bunch of, big bunch of quickie reviews. Quickie review. 
And we're going to start with, uh, I don't know, Fully, do you want to go first? And then me to just drop my three <laughs> <laughs> that I have? Or, or do you want to go last because we saved the best for last? Yeah, sure, we'll do that. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so I will start with Jojo Rabbit. Um, How good yeah. was it? Like, I haven't seen it yet, but was it that good? It was very good. <laughs> it was very, very good. It was not what I expected. Um, it's definitely being maybe slightly mismarketed. I think it's Ooh. it's definitely being marketed more as a as a you know a Taika comedy, which it is for the most part. But the things he does with the story he tells and the backdrop of World War Two, mm. Nazi Germany, you know that entire just yeah you know it's obviously still you know eighty years later still just so. Mm, yeah, it's still so moving and just upsetting a yeah. topic to, mm. to touch upon, um, you know, uh, and it always will be. But um, but it's just, it's so nice to see. And I, you know, I just love, I mean, I've said it before about, you know, comedians, you know, stepping into horror, but they also have such, do such a good job stepping into drama as well. And yeah. mm-hmm. He finds, he toes the line between the two quite well in this. Um, there's a couple of times where like the, the tone shifts strangely and it's, you're trying to find kind of what film you're watching. Um, but it doesn't ruin the film and it's paced well and it's performed really well. Like uh, Roman Griffin Davis, who um, was nominated for the Golden Globe for his role, I, is so deserving of, of uh, that nomination. He is a little firecracker. And what, oh my God, I can't wait to see more of him. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he continues uh, his acting because... He was excellent as Jojo. Um, yeah, it was a wonderful film. Um, I loved it. I'd probably give it a four and a half out of five. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, four and a half. Um, next up, I saw Little Women. Um, and that was not as good as I thought it was going to be. Oh, but so but it amazing. It looks, it, it does look amazing. And it is amazing to yeah. a degree. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look. It's not a bad film. It is definitely a really good film. Um, it's a really good adaptation of the novel. Mm-hmm. Um, although I can barely remember the novel because it's been so long since I've read it. Um, but you know, just I love. I don't know. I just love these women, and especially you know, Joe is mm. like everyone loves Joe. Everyone loves Joe. I yeah. remember idolizing her as a as a kid. Um, you know, and seeing Saoirse Ronan play her was just perfection she nailed it but she nails everything because she's Saoirse Ronan <laughs> um, I wanted more Emma Watson she wasn't in it uh, as much as I would have liked but okay. she she was a wonderful Meg um, Florence Pugh as um, oh, a- Amy I th- Amy yeah I think it's Amy um, yeah she was she was excellent uh, absolutely excellent um, and I'm so glad she's popping up in like every movie at the moment because she's becoming one of my favorite actresses um, but yeah no it was yeah it was heartbreaking as the story is I cried and you know yeah just and it was nice to see Laura Dern playing a kind-hearted woman because she <laughs> because, because she hasn't played one of those since she played Ellie Sattler in Jurassic Park, I don't think. True. Thinking, like, but, but that's, you know, that's fine. She plays these powerful, you know, headstrong women 
but don't take no shit. Um, but this, to see her play uh, Mami in, uh, in Little Women was a joy. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed it performance-wise. It was good. And what they did, you know, they did different things with the, the way they told the story with, you know, going back and forth between the two timelines and stuff. But, yeah. So it's, it's definitely enjoyable. I just, I think I just had I had super high expectations yeah. so I think yeah that's my that's on me mm. so and that shouldn't reflect the film because it, it is very good so yeah. I'd probably give it a yeah three and a half four out yeah. of five for me yeah maybe a four yeah I think I, I might have to watch it again I don't know we'll see and my last quickie review I wanted to mention uh, because I watched Dolomite is my name hey. uh, last night and yeah and I really liked it yeah I thought it was really good um, yeah, it's not it's not an Eddie Murphy comedy. No. Like, that's not the movie they're doing. Mm. It's a biopic type, you know, mm. like, he's playing real-life real life guy, Rudy Ray Moore, um, you know, and I just loved Eddie's performance, though. He was so great. Yeah, no, he did really well. He was so good. Yeah. And, again, deserving of, you know, nomination yeah. at the Golden Globes. Um, yeah, yeah, really enjoyed what he did with the character and just just who that character was. <sighs> like and he he says his catchphrase like about fifty times in the what, film. What's the catchphrase? Uh, <laughs> how does it go? It's not the title, is it? Yeah, it basically <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, yes. Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're gonna have a catchphrase, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he says it like yeah fifty times, but you never get sick of it. Yeah. it it's still it's still fantastic, and you want to hear him say it, and you're rooting for him the entire way because yeah. he's so determined to make it. Yeah. and be remembered as a star. You know, he he left his small town in Arkansas to come to Hollywood and mm. be a star. You know, and he keeps getting overlooked, and yeah. there's name drops of like Marvin Gaye, James Brown, all these other mm. men of you know that t- that time that and Sammy Davis Jr. as well, like. You know that got big, and then he didn't, and you know he. So he and but the movie opens. He's he's basically doing my job. He's working in a record store. Yeah. You know, um, Snoop Dogg's the DJ. Yeah. In, in, in the re- the record store DJ. Like, yeah. Amazing. Cute. Um, yeah, very cute. But no, I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a heartwarming story, and with with a lot of good humor and a lot of great performances. So I'd probably give it a four out of five. Wow. Yeah. There you awesome. go. Fulia, Yay. I'm dying to know. Is Jumanji the next level as good as Welcome to the Jungle? Please tell me if I'm correct. Okay, so Jumanji the next level. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching this. Um, You know, we have, you know, Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillian, Nick Jonas, even Aquafina's in there. Yeah, I love her. And they were all great. Um, It was really really amazing and interesting to see um, Dwayne and Kevin play their characters but as someone else. Yeah, yeah. And it was just hilarious. And all like all the actors that were in the game part of the of the film, they're interchanging between each uh, each other's characters. Right. Like it was just mind-blowing how they could do that. <laughs> because there's an element in the game that forces them to switch with the person they touch. Oh. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it just makes it so much more interesting. Yeah. And watching these actors 
switch between all these different characters is hilarious. Oh my they God. are so talented. Yeah. Like, holy crap. It is so good. Oh, yes. Yes. That's so good because I've, I've been on board with it since that first trailer when we saw that, yeah. they, you know, The Rock and, and Kevin Hart were going to be bloody... Danny Glover and Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> how good. And yeah. they did such a good job of just, you know. Oh, my goodness. Oh. They, like, Kevin Hart playing Donald Glover's, like. Danny Glover. Danny Glover's um, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so good. Yeah. Because that, that character, he speaks really slowly. Yes. <laughs> and he enunciates every word. And so the way, and then when Kevin Hart is playing that character, it's it is hilarious. <laughs> it is so good, mm-hmm. and the fact that he is the zoologist in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other thing that we find out in the film is they get a new um, strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, you get a bit of that in the trailer. Yes, so it's not exactly a spoiler. No. Um, and it's it's hilarious to find you know to get these characters to find out what their new weaknesses are. <laughs> it's really good. Um, what what else? It's just it is so well done. Um, I feel like it's probably on par with the first one. Oh, good. Yeah, that's um, good. I it's, really it's got it's got some yeah. really it's got some really good um, a lot of good comedic. Mm. Great, com- great yeah, just comedy. Just a lot of good comedy. Lots of laughs. Yeah. Amazing. Even 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 the young actors who play the the actual original characters are are really good. They're I've good got kids. Aren't yeah, they? they really are. I reckon that the game characters would have so like Dwayne, Jack, Kate, um, Kevin, Karen. They would have had to look at how those kids played their roles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch That's... them so that they could then mimic. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, it's exactly what they. It they is. Did. It is. And Dwayne Johnson as as what's his name, Danny DeVito's character, freaking Eddie, <laughs> was so good because he has to sound like a white American. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. On An that, old white. American. Yeah, I really like the, the joke in the trailer. It was. Like, yes, like about like his color, and he's like, "You've you never, never been look, this color. You've before. never been like this way." <laughs> I can't remember the exact line, but it is very funny. You've um, never looked like this. Yeah, you never looked like this. Um, excellent. That's so yes. good. What would you give it out of five? For? I would give it a four and a half out of five. Nice. It's a lot of fun. I was going to say sounds it. Yeah, it's definitely worth Yay. watching. Okay. I, I, I need to make I, time. I really want to go watch it again. Uh, it well, is so you, much fun. If you're open to going again, I. If I'm free, yes. <laughs> All right, we'll it's a lot it of fun. Awesome, awesome. I need to need to go see that. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. For awesome. You. Nice one. Nice one indeed. All right, that's quickie reviews. Yeah. Done. Which means now time for popcorn culture. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yes. Hello. Popcorn culture time. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. So. Kendall, what are we talking about? Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited because we are going to be doing a little uh, follow-up 
on our uh, uh, now I was gonna say Game of Thrones then that's yeah. wrong um, <laughs> Golden Globes wrap up from last week where we yeah, kind wow. of gave our predictions mm. our, our, our guesses you know um, our thoughts about who might take out certain trophies we and did. the awards have come and now gone we know who the winners are yes so I was thinking we should look back on last week and uh, see how right or how wrong we cool. were yes and so we, we've got some stakes today do we? we do, Candle. We do. <laughs> so we all unanimously agreed that the person who had the uh, most predictions and correct predictions uh, should be awarded something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so have we had a thought about what our prize should be? Well, I know. I've, I've, I said it off air. Do you yeah. want me to repeat it on air? Repeat it. Yeah, yeah, Kendall, yeah. What would you like? The, uh, the nullification of the Kendall concession of November 2018. I will counter that offer because that seems huge. Because... <laughs> You, as our pop culture queen, come in with a strong advantage. Yeah, I do. <laughs> with I these. Do. So yeah. I think you get a week off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Just one week off. Ooh. Like the one that I'm not on. Do you have a counter counter offer? <laughs> okay, the one that I am on. Yes. Okay. Yes. Would okay. you like that one? How's that for if price? That's, if that's all I'm going to get because I can't be bothered negotiating right yes. now, then I'll take it. Okay. Fulia, do you have a prize in mind? Um, I would like a fancy dinner out. Okay. Oh. That's cool. So Kendall's paying you... No, no, paying no. Paying you a fancy dinner? No, no, you. Oh, me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, lovely. Fine. La Brochette it is then. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Not fancy enough. <laughs> well, I mean, you can make it fancy. You can dress up, you true. know, you know, cocktail, cocktail dress. Absolutely. Like a, yeah, bow ties, you know, <laughs> the works. Make it happen. All righty, so... If I win. If you win. Yay. I'm I'm a little nervous. (laughs) Next podcast we're on, I'm going to have a timer. (laughs) Okay. Beside me. Yes. And maybe what? Every three minutes, I get to throw out a troll. Every three? At either. That seems like a lot. At either of you. Or maybe both. <laughs> and I will be honest, Fulia, I was not going to include you in this, but you had to throw in that dinner that I had to pay for. It wasn't going to get split between Kendall or my, and myself. It was all on me. <laughs> so I might even give Kendall the week off that week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. There are the prizes. Okay. I, I, we're in agreement. I think we're in agreement. Mm. Alrighty, uh, let's go. Fulia, I hope you lose today. <laughs> I hope Kendall wins. <laughs> Trust me, I would prefer her to win. <laughs> it means I'm biting my tongue for a whole episode, but that's okay. <laughs> Damn straight, it's okay. All right, so okay, I'm keeping tally. Okay, keeping tally. you're keeping tally. Yes, Wayne I promise, is keeping tally. Promise not to rig it. Okay, yeah, you better fucking. <laughs> my God. All right, so we have the stakes are set. Yes, there we're ready to go. Let's go. Okay, so uh, starting with the first category. Uh, that we looked at, which was best motion picture drama. Yeah. Um, f- uh, Fulia, you said Marriage Story. Yes. Uh, you also mentioned 1917. I did. Uh, Wayne, mm-hmm. you uh, kind of came down on both sides with Marriage Story and The Irishman. Yes, I did. And then I said Marriage Story, hands down. The winner was 1917. Yes. Yes. So... 
Fulia maybe gets a half a point. You get half from mentioning. Yes. I think right. ha- I think a mention is half. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that was interesting. Like, um, I hadn't seen Marriage Story, but I'd seen a lot about it. And Kendall and Fulia mm. both seen it and really raved about it. Yeah. I actually did think it was a strong contender. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought so too. But um, at the same time, I was thinking... The way that 1917 was was filmed, mm. the story, I thought that was a very strong contender as well. Yeah. So, admittedly, it feels like, and I know these are the Golden Globes, but you know when you kind of see, you go, oh yes, that's kind of made for an Oscar nomination. You know, some <laughs> movies just feel that way. Yeah, it's like yep. yes, that's that, that, that's that's going to appear in the Oscars at some point, and yeah, appeared at Golden Globes. But I don't know, for me, it just seemed to come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, well, yeah, it hasn't really. I mean, it's been definitely been hyped up as as uh, an important film and yeah. as a very, you know, and a gra- good, good story, a, yeah. a good story, groundbreaking kind of film, especially with the way it's shot. Um, I have se- between last week and now, I have talked to a couple of people who have seen it, mm. and oh, the looks on their faces—they're just blown away by the quality and how good it is. So, like, it sounds like it's just mind blowing. So essentially. I guess we could surmise that the trailer doesn't do it justice. No. Perhaps if I'm maybe. like well, me myself going, wow, that looks like an interesting story. Yeah. But, you know, high caliber. It's like, oh, come on. We've got Saving Private Ryan and other, these other great films yeah. that have done stories so, war, war stories so amazingly well. Mm-hmm. This didn't even seem like it was in that level to me. It seemed good and interesting. Yeah. But by the feedback, it seems like it's actually up there. Yeah. And maybe a strong contender for Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely going to get a Best Picture nomination, I feel. We yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah I'd, be, have to. I'd be totally shocked if it didn't. Um, yeah, but so, yeah, amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch this film. So, I, yeah. especially it's one and I'm getting rave reviews. And Fulia, I know you're dying to see it as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. So we, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be one to watch come Oscar time. Uh, Fulia, mm-hmm. what is the next category? So the next category is um, Best Actress in a Drama. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned uh, Scarlett Johansson. Wayne mentioned Scarlett Johansson. Um, Kendall, you said mm. Scarlett Johansson as well. So we all thought Scarlett Johansson was just going to take it out. Yes, yeah. yes, we were Scarlett um, But Kendall, you also mentioned that maybe his name, uh, Renee Zellweger would take it out as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so the winner is Renee Zellweger. Well done, Renee. For Judy. Yes, for Judy. Oh, my word. I'm so happy she won. Yes. I'm so happy. I mean, I was was a little bit like, I was like, I'm sure Scarlett's got it because she gave such a great performance. But... I, it, I when I listened back to what I said about Judy Garland and then I, and after I'd known that she'd already won about Renee Zellweger playing Judy I should yeah. say um, yeah um, like her performance was next level was you know it, like you, like I think you said in the podcast mm. last week Wayne it's like one of those made for Oscar kind of yeah it feels you know, it yeah and it really is and it's and it's fa- it's fantastic and I just she broke my heart and she was just so raw and honest and vulnerable and I, oh my god yeah. and, and, I, and it wouldn't surprise me if Renee takes the Oscar for this one I look I think it I think it'll happen mm. my money is she's definitely she's definitely the, the the favorite now yeah that's for sure um yeah you guys have to watch Judy yeah it's yeah. it's it's a really good film um, so I'm really glad that I I get a little half point there. you do <laughs> yeah I'm on the board <laughs> 
<laughs> you are. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, Wayne. Yes, my dear. What's the next category? So the next category was best actor in a drama. Mm-hmm. So uh, two names appeared for us. <laughs> yes, us. yes. So fully, you said Adam Driver would, yep. would take it for Marriage Story. Kendall, you and I said Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Now, I mentioned Adam Driver. I think, you know, I really wanted Joaquin to win, but maybe Adam yes, might do it. But correct. Joaquin was the man I went for. Uh, and Kendall, you were, said, no, it's Joaquin. But yes. Adam, maybe for the Oscar. Yes. <laughs> you went far ahead on that one. I did, yes. Um, and the winner was the incredibly talented man of the year, Joaquin Phoenix. Yay! Yes, yes. Well yes. done. Um, oh. Obviously, I was... I was ecstatic when he won. I was so happy. Yeah, me too. Yes. And I enjoyed watching his <laughs> post-win speech with the journalists as well. I haven't watched his um, press room speech yet, yes. but I'm, I like well, in, you know, interviews. But I, yes. I imagine it's quite entertaining. Well, well, he does begin with like not realizing that he was being escorted onto into the press gallery. Essentially, oh. he was tricked into going there. No, that, that's what he says. Yeah. Really? Yeah, as he seems a bit like. Oh, they effing tricked me. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, he's just—he's just living living his own life, isn't he? Good on him. Yeah, no, yeah. Yes. Power and, to yeah, it. and he answers like three questions. The first one, he was like, "Really, you're asking me that?" Oh, yeah. Didn't he say something about like how you know? I I, I did. I don't know if it was in that or maybe it was the red carpet. Someone asked him something about. Uh, Arthur, yeah, um, and his performance or, or something, or how did you do this? Yeah, like preparing for it. Yeah, preparing for, it. and he was like, "Really? I got asked this question heaps of times yeah. already. Like, well, why are you asking?" Yeah, like, in this in this particular one, he says, "I feel like I've answered that question six months ago, yeah, <laughs> or for the past six months." That, maybe yeah. that's the one I'm thinking of. That is yeah. the one. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. He, at least he's honest, I guess. Yeah. Well, and then he said to the journalist, "He goes, do you really want me to answer it?" Like, and the guy's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, I'll try to answer it in a different way for you." Yeah. <laughs> type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go for it, Joaquin. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I love how unHollywood he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. He's mm. very down to earth. Very, he seems not. I don't want to say normal, but you know what mm. I mean. Like, you yeah, know, like an, an everyday kind of guy. Yeah, well, I mean, relate, like, relatable. Yeah, I mean, look, as eccentric as most actors are, let's be honest. Mm. But yeah, I think just not really pretentious. No, at all doesn't come not across. at all. And it didn't come across in his acceptance speech either. Yeah, um, which was really good. And um, yeah, I like how he. You know, I haven't seen many, all of the speeches. I've seen most of them, but mm. a lot of yeah, a lot of um, people were mentioning uh, the crisis here in Australia. Yes, with the bushfires, they were. and that's uh, it's wonderful. It's sweet. It's sweet, and it's also kind of it's been feeling s- very surreal to like because you know there's so many times when natural disasters happen mm. in so many other countries around the world, and they're mentioned mm. in big award shows like this, and here's here's mm. Hollywood you know giving you know thought and 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 time to us down here and what our country is going through and i was just like fuck that's insane yeah and money Um, too and money so much money oh my god hollywood you guys are fucking legends pink Um, and Bette midler five uh half a million yeah chris hemsworth a million yeah yeah elton john yeah absolutely just just lovely and generous it, it yes. really is it's incredible um but it was really nice to see joaquin like kind of say it's it's nice to send your thoughts and prayers but let's just fucking do something yeah and even dropping f-bombs in his speech i yeah. bless him it's true well when he was talking to the press uh his favorite question was somebody had asked him about the food being served because it was all vegan 
at the ceremony. Yeah, and he so mentioned he, that in his speech too. Yeah. The fact that they all they, they went vegan with everything. Yeah, and so he was he was so grateful that that was asked, and he was happy to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so cool, so cool. Congrats, Congrats. to Joaquin. Yes, well deserved. Take the Oscar, Joaquin. You can do it. Yes, I think <laughs> I think he he may just yes. get the Oscar. Now, Please, I mean. yes. Please do it. Yes, uh, Kendall, the next award. The next award is. Uh, best motion picture musical or comedy mm. Fulia you said Jojo Rabbit mm-hmm. Wayne you also said Jojo Rabbit but you did mention Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes I did uh, and then I also said Jojo Rabbit um, even before having seen Jojo Rabbit yeah same one <laughs> um, and the winner was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it was. So there's half a point away. Oh, yeah. Uh, here are you, Kendall. You're on the, you're on the board. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Woo. Great. <laughs> so what were your thoughts about the, the winning film? <laughs> Sorry. I was on the board the previous round, but I just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> You're winning now. Maybe. Maybe not, we're I'm maybe we're tied. Not giving anything away. No, 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 like, no, it's okay. So I shouldn't get hung up on points. It's so terrible of me. I just love it that this discussion has now really changed focus for you. I know. <laughs> Kendall's competitive. Uh, no, I just don't want to be trolled for that much in one episode. No, no, I'm giving it to Fully, don't worry. Okay, good. Yeah, believe they believe anything. Alright, um, cool. yeah. Alright. Have all the points you want. Um Okay, so yes, Jojo Rabbit didn't win. Uh, we all thought it was probably going to take it. Yeah. Um, after, yeah, after having seen it, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely worthy. I liked it more than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I can totally mm. see why Once Upon a Time would reign supreme over it. Yeah. So, and Kendall, you and I have discussed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like, yes. on this past on this podcast before. Yes. And yeah, this is one of the times where we really we sort of agreed, but not really, because yeah, I yeah. enjoyed it a lot more uh, yeah, you than did. you did. For me, yeah. it was like, yes, this is up there with some of, of Tarantino's best. And uh, one of the scenes that I absolutely loved, you thought, uh, I'm putting words in your mouth, but pointless maybe, or just sort of seemed to, you know, go on for no particular reason. That was that bit when he's walking through the Manson family compound oh, and the yeah. guys were dead and you're just kind of like oh my gosh but then nothing came out of it where I was like that's what I love about it uh, <laughs> yeah so okay. oh yeah, yeah I, I, you and I we need to step aside and discuss this yes. much more well, in depth but uh, I well, loved it well, I know, I know you did, and I'm glad you did. I, I, may, I think one, I will say one thing, though. It was a very nice way to build tension. Yes, That yes. entire sequence. Loved it, loved yeah, it, loved it. the tension was there, but I just, there was no payoff. Yeah. And I was like, expecting, expecting, oh, okay, I guess yeah. there's nothing. But anyway, we won't get into it. Yes. Um, Save yeah. that for another podcast. Save it for another podcast, but yes. Well it, done, Tarantino. Well done, Tarantino. Yeah, man. Dino. Keep making movies. Yes. Uh, Fulia, what's the next category? And next category is Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy. Um, I said Kate Blanchett, and so did you, Wayne, but you also said that uh, Emma Thompson was also there as well. Mm. Uh, and Kendall, you said Aquafina. Yes. yes. And the winner is Aquafina <laughs> for The Farewell. Kendall yes. called it. I did. Oh, that feels so rewarding. Um, yeah, and my gosh, she is so precious. Her acceptance speech, she was so like, she wasn't expecting to win mm. at all. I mean, 
I, I couldn't like I couldn't imagine being in her, her position or any of their positions, but like the category she was in, the women she was up against, like oh, powerhouses, oh, absolute powerhouses. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so but ju- I I knew I had a feeling. I'm like, no, she was just phenomenal in in the farewell, mm. and you know, I'll, I'll go on and on about her performance. She was just yeah, incredibly moving, um, and funny. Um, very talented young actress, and I can't wait to see what the future has in store for her. So I'm so happy that she won. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, you guys, Kate Blanchett. I mean, she's always a, a, yeah. a short, generally a sure thing yes. when it comes to award season. Was, we like to call her our Kate. Yes, yeah. our Kate. <laughs> our Kate. <laughs> damn straight. Um, and well, who doesn't love Emma Thompson? Oh, really? Like, yeah, 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 just a legend. Exactly. An icon. Mm-hmm. One. Um, but yeah, good yeah. call on Aquafina there, Thank Kendall. You. Good job. Thank you very much. Wayne. Yes. Next category, please. Was best actor in a musical or comedy. Oh boy, did all three of us want Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. to win. <laughs> the Leo Trio. Yes. That's yes. what we were. Our love affair with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio yes. will go on forever. Uh, and he's we, one of the generation, you know? Yes. Just. We wanted him to win. He did not. No. But the winner was Tony Gibson. Yay! Yes, the Rocket Man himself. Yeah. Oh, totally fine with him winning because, again, his speech was great mm. and he was so. Again, I don't think he was expecting to win either. <laughs> and yeah. he was. He seemed so humble and and just he spoke so well for someone who looked so flustered. <laughs> <laughs> like he really looked overwhelmed in the moment and especially because he's so young too. Mm, yeah. Um, but no, he spoke wonderful and the things he said about Elton John, you know, thank you for living a life less ordinary. Like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It, was, it was really well said. Beautiful, moving and yeah. His performance in Rockman, like the more I've, I've been thinking about Rockman since the Golden Globes aired last week and... Or, you know, since they happened and I've just been thinking, yeah, his performance was, like like I said, not as good as Rami as, as, uh, as Freddie, but still just wow. Yeah. So like, a, a worthy award ooh, winner. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I need to rewatch Rocketman. Um, it's a very enjoyable movie. Um, you guys should watch it if you haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, I think it. so, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, okay, next category is uh, Best Director. In a motion picture, Fulia, mm-hmm. uh, you said Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. You also mentioned Sam Mendes. Wayne, you said the big guy himself, Mr. Martin Scorsese. Yes. For the Irishman, I said Bong Joon Ho slash Todd Phillips for Joker. Could go either way, but the winner was. Sam Mendes. Yes, it was. That's a half point of audio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Um, unsurprising. Yeah, I think a, a lot of the times, uh, best the two the two that kind of always go together, best director and best picture, yeah. generally go hand in hand at awards shows. Mm. Not not always, but they do. Um, so I think it's really cool to see him, especially someone who's been in the business for a long time. Like, didn't he direct Skyfall? Like I'm yes, pretty he did. Sure. Yeah, yes. and that's one of my favorite Bond films. And I, oh, it is so up there. It's oh my gosh. So good. It's oh so my good. gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. He's very, very, very yes. talented man. So it's Give really. Give me a moment as I calm down. Yeah. The thought of Scott. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so yeah. It's such a powerful Bond it's, film. Oh my god. Yeah. Sorry, I triggered you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, he deserves. Yeah. He deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne is like having a moment. I love it. I love Excuse it. Excuse me while I roll over and have a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, so yeah, really nice to see him being recognised for his incredible talent. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, mm. yeah. Again, 1917, need to see it. Yes. As soon as possible. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Fulia, yes. what is the next category? The next category is best TV series in a drama. Mm-hmm. So all three of us have gone with The Crown because we love it so much. Yes, yeah. we do. But Wayne, you also mentioned The Morning Show. Yes. Loves the Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> but the winner is Succession. Yes. yes. I have no idea about this show. No, neither do I. Kendall. I, 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 <laughs> I love it. We go to Kendall. Defer, yes. <laughs> defer to me, yeah. yes. No, I don't know too much about it other than like, you know, I've seen it at work and it's been selling quite well and uh, a lot of chatter about it online. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a HBO program, focuses on this, you know, well-off family and I think the, the patriarch is... Uh, on his last legs, essentially, or you know, or it, or it's coming to a point where he has to pick who is going to succeed him, right? Um, as head of the family, head of the family fortune, all of that, um, power struggles, control. Mm. I think so. It's, I think it's kind of yeah. It's a it's a drama that focuses on that, and I, from what I hear, also it has elements of comedy to it. Cool. Um, so I, like someone someone told me, I can't remember who it was. Someone told me it's kind of filmed in a sort of like an office Parks and Rec style. Oh. But it's it's not the same tone. It's no, not the no. Same, yeah, it's not the same genre. It's, yes. it's just shot sort of that yes. similar camera work. Because it falls as a drama. Yeah, yeah. It, it does, yes. Um, yeah, so that's kind of all I know about Succession. Um, and Ooh. I'm I'm very curious. Hmm. I'm very curious about mm. that one. Might have to look that up. But um, yeah, really cool to see. Uh, an underdog too maybe something we weren't expecting yeah. yeah we were all very confident that the crown would get it I absolutely think. yeah, yeah I, mean, I wonder if there was bias in that though <laughs> probably <laughs> Must be. Yeah. yeah probably was I mean to be honest I was thinking I'm feeling that way about uh, <laughs> my thoughts on marriage story <laughs> even though it is amazing and deserves yes. its, its accolades but maybe I was still in its warm glowing warming glow I will Fulia. mention though um, Olivia Coleman did win best she actress. did yes yeah, we were very happy about oh so, my god did yeah. you guys see her speech yes no fuck I love her is it as amazing as her Oscar speech yeah yeah, 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 favorite? yeah. yeah. she's so cute alright oh. I'm, I'm watching this after the you have, yeah I'll find it we'll watch it because I am I won't say anything she's just beautiful yeah, um, yeah congratulations to Olivia yeah. yes. well deserved absolutely uh, well and that's two like awards for playing um, you know playing two different queens yeah how great yeah. is that that's God, she's she's a queen. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> uh, Wayne, what's the next category? Yeah, so best television series, musical, or comedy. All of us said that Fleabag would win. Yep. Kendall, you threw in a mention of a show called Barry. Yes. But you know, we were all leading with Fleabag. The winner was Fleabag. Yay! Yeah. Good I, job, team. Yeah, yay, team. I've not seen this show, but Me I've heard I. so many good things yeah. about it, and yeah. I've had people say, "You need to watch the show. You need to watch yeah. the show." Yeah, it's difficult to access here in Australia. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on uh, Amazon Prime. No, I don't no? think so. I thought I don't it was. Know. I, well, it might be. I don't have Amazon. Mm. So yeah, I, I, don't I, I cannot confirm okay. nor deny that statement. I know we uh, uh, we sell season one of, of Fleabag at work. Uh, <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. But um, <laughs> but you know uh, I, I'm dying to see it. So I need yeah need to figure out how yeah. to how to be able to watch. You know I think it's two seasons in. So mm. um, get the whole thing somehow. Uh, the internet is a thing that exists. There are ways. Um, 
Excellent. Which and means our last category. Last category. Category is, is. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Uh, best limited series or motion picture made for television. Oh, God, we're at it again. Mm. Team. Yeah. All three of us said Chernobyl oh, yeah. would win. And lo and behold, who shall be the it's Chernobyl. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yes. I, I still haven't seen this and I really want to. Oh my God, you have to. It's yeah. so good. It's so freaking good. Like I said last week, one of the best miniseries I've mm. seen probably ever. Mm. Um, and just the, the way it tackles this true story. Yeah. And these horrible things that happen to these innocent people because of st- stupid negligence and yeah. the arrogance of... Uh, certain people in power yeah, exactly. at the time. Did not the Tower of Babel tell you anything? Yeah, yeah. The reason why that story is in the Bible. Gosh. Uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Moving on. Uh, moving, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely so happy to see this show mm. take out the Golden Globe, the top yeah. gong for in its category. Just so worthy and I'm glad we all we all agreed yeah yeah yeah. it was a definite strong contender like huge a lot of people have been talking about this show everyone was wasn't it once it was out everyone was talking about it it was everywhere and that's when you know you've got a show like you've got a really quality show really absolutely definitely if it's resonating with everyone Mm. and everyone's enjoying it um yeah again as I mentioned earlier I watched Unbelievable and Unbelievable was against this in this category but um sad to see it didn't win just but um, i'm happy that chernobyl did just because it had to but yeah. yeah if if it had been a different year different nominees unbelievable, un- unbelievable may have taken it out could have yeah because i i was super impressed with how great that show was yeah as well but yes chernobyl well done well done all right so that is it that is popcorn culture yeah. that is yeah. those are uh, you know our our predictions from last week and how we fared. Mm-hmm. Now speaking of how we fared, Wayne, yes, Mister Scorekeeper, uh-huh. I, we're all a bit nervous. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some of us more than others. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, can you please put us out of our misery yes. and and tell us the scores? Yes. So fully, my dear. You're buying your own pizza. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. So out of ten categories, fully are. You got three. Good yep. job. <laughs> job. So it's between you two. It is. Should we do it like how they do Miss Universe, where you just announce the, 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 win- the winner, or the just winner. the own? I, I, dealer's choice. Thank you. <laughs> I've already worked it out, so. So Kendall. Yes. How you going? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, right, I'm, I'm you. warming up my timer. Right? <laughs> no, really? <laughs> Miss oh. Pop Culture Queen. Yes. Four and a half. Correct. Okay. Yes. And next time you and I meet, you will not be trolled for the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> Winner! He's Kindle Richardson. Well done. Oh, and yes, for the record, I scored three and a half. So well oh done. My was God. it close? It was close, team. It, it was so it was close. close. In the category of best predictors. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No one saw that coming. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you guys should get an extra point just for guessing I would win. But maybe not. Yeah, that could work, actually, because yeah. then Kendall and I would tie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't, we can't make the prize work that way. No. So. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, no. no. <laughs> maybe next time. They just void each other in that case. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well done, Kendall. <laughs> thank you. Thank yes. you. That was fun. Yay. Um, that was yeah. great, actually. Yes. Saying, I love that there were ones that we were just unanimous on. There were others that were just like all different answers. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah it was really good. Yeah, very, very yeah. good. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, yeah, well, that wraps up popcorn culture yeah. um, for this week. Absolutely. Um, so, I guess that's time to check in with what's up with Fred. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've got a Fred Watch podcast coming out soon. Woo! This week, actually. Yes. So, this uh, movie that <laughs> I'd been alluding <laughs> to at the top of the show, where fully go, really? I feel like you need to watch the movie so that you can be grateful that you didn't sit through it. Okay. <laughs> and I don't see the point. I don't, I don't know if that works. Because you were so cynical about <laughs> the film that you that you know I that I, did I, I showed you. you. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, which was a billion times better than the piece of shit Philip and I. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, look, don't, get me, don't get me wrong. Look, I, you had your chance. <laughs> Alright film, but it's for me it was just really confronting. Yes. Which is why it's such a great movie. <laughs> okay, I'm movies... dying to know. Can we can we just skip to the end where I find out, yes. please? <laughs> Off air. Well, at Sorry, the, everyone. At the end of of this episode, we always reveal what we'll be reviewing next. So that's well, okay, yeah, that's true. The, the end, yes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so we we are reviewing a movie, and you saw a picture there, and it was down among the Z Men. Yes. Uh, which is what Philip and I are reviewing. So as some may know if they know Philip uh, he loves uh, a troupe called The Goons yes and this is a movie featuring The Goons yes and I've not seen The Goons before and spoiler this does not make me want to see them again oh (laughs) no yes but if you think I'm being harsh about it Philip is even harsher Oh my god. Yes, yeah, so that episode uh, will be out on Thursday. Please mm-hmm. listen and let us know what you think. Yes. And then you'll find out what we are reviewing in February, Philip, Fulia, and myself. Ooh. So, yes, uh, we'll let you all know on that. Mm-hmm. So, look, other than that, that's what I'm working on because I just got a show to produce. You do. And put on. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes that's where all yeah. your focus yes. is right now. So, Very please good. send your positive vibes, oh. Fred fans. Yes. 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 yes, send them your way. How about you, beautiful people? Uh, well, not too much from me at the moment. Just kind of heavy in pre-production for uh, New Collectible Chaos. Yeah. It's yeah. Coming, coming 2020. Yep. Yes. Coming soon. Um, so I'll have more on that later, closer to. Don't want to give away too much. But if you're if you follow Collectible Chaos uh, over as you if you may have over the past couple of years, you probably know what the top topic <laughs> is going to be. Yes, that's a great month. one. Thank you. I've been privy to the topic. You and it's fantastic. Have, you have excellent. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to getting that done. Um, pretty well, I guess as we said earlier, the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover is resuming. Mm-hmm. It's final two parts this week, which means there will be some more rambles from myself yeah. at some point over the next few days. So stay tuned on uh, YouTube for those videos when they pop up. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then, yeah, hopefully other things come up and I can ramble and react and all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Give you guys more content. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Fulia, what about yourself? Um, not a lot in terms of Fred stuff. Um, I've started writing up my Fred watch review for My Neighbor, to- my neighbor Totoro. Yes. Uh, so that'll be out in, at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, so I'm in the middle of that. Um, incompetent gamer-wise... Still on a bit of a hiatus. I've got a lot of work coming up with the tennis, so I'm not going to have time to do that, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully we'll be back in February. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Awesome. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're all busy all right. little bees. Very yep. busy little bees. That was a reference to Joaquin Phoenix people. Gladiator. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry. My all-time favorite scene in that movie was yeah. his busy little bee monologue. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> What an actor. Oh my gosh, he's, yes. He's so great. Okay, well, uh, if that's what's up with Fred, then I think that's it. Mm-hmm. That's that was the podcast called Fred! Time for the prep blogs. Yeah, it is. Yes, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With their own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stations, and more! That was the Fred That Pooh. was. Most certainly was. I've been a Kendall Richards. I've been a Wayne Cellini. I've been a Fulia Cantar and, and you've just, just experienced a podcast called Fred! Episode 99! 99! One more to a hundred. Yeah, we're getting old. Oh yeah, we is getting very old. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Thank you. you. Hope all your Golden Globe predictions were correct. Yes. That you won the prize. Yes. (laughs) I hope you beat us. Yes. (laughs) Because even though I won four and a half, four or four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half out of ten. Ain't ain't that great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's an F. Uh, (laughs) Oh, look, I failed miserably compared to you. No, it's okay. (laughs) That was a lot of fun, guys. Look, I got the participation ribbon. I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a throwback. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So good. Not on my day. If you lost, you're a loser. Unfair. They built us tough in the 80s. They, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Remember to eat beef. Never yes. forget. To Never eat forget beef. to eat. Yes. Beef. <laughs> yes. And, and see. see.